0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Ellen Parrish about her wedding at the Grand Floridian. She had a ceremony at the Wedding Pavilion and a reception at the Grand Floridian Convention Center, and she had a ton of characters. So I'm sure you're going to be interested to hear how she planned all of this and how it all turned out. So welcome, Ellen. Thank you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm interested to know how you guys decided to get married at Disney.
1: Well, it really didn't even start out as a wedding. It started out as a family vacation. My fiance and I had known each other for about 12 years, and things just didn't happen the way they should have, and we ended up getting back together, and I was coming into a little bit of an inheritance, and I wanted to take my kids and his kids and just play with the grandchildren at Disney for a couple weeks. And as we were talking about it, I kind of looked at him and I said, you know what would be even better is I think we should get married while we're there with all our family.
0: And he agreed and it became a wedding. That's interesting. And was there talk of getting married before that? Or was this totally out of the blue and you're both like, let's do it?
1: (laughs) Well, we had dated 12 years ago, off and on, fought like cats and dogs. I kind of walked away from the relationship, ended up meeting somebody else, marrying him. He was ill. I stayed with him through his whole illness, and he passed away. And after he passed away, like over the years, I had become my now husband's mother's social worker. So we became friends, and I think that's what was missing in our relationship before. So after my former husband passed, I decided to buy a townhouse, My husband now is a cabinet maker. I called him and said, hey, you want to put in my new kitchen? And as we were talking about the kitchen remodeling and that, we realized that the sparks were still there and we just kind of started dating and he kind of confessed that he'd been in love with me the whole time. So he kind of wanted to get married but was afraid to ask me because he just felt it was too soon. And I feel life's short, go for it.
0: Wow. Well, what a wonderful story. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out that you were getting married and it was going to be at Walt Disney World?
1: We had a kind of mixed reactions. Friends who didn't really kind of understand the relationship that John and I had were kind of like disappointed in me that I was getting married so soon. But when my 80-year-old mother said, yes, and I'll be there, and she hates Disney, <laughs> I thought, okay, we're, we're doing the right thing.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. How many guests ended up making the trip?
1: We had a total of 28.
0: So now how did you choose the Wedding Pavilion and the Grand Floridian Convention Center as your locations?
1: We went down for a tour in May, and my husband's very traditional. So I kind of knew that the Wedding Pavilion was going to be the ultimate choice. But he wanted to look at Canada, so we went and we looked at a few sites, talked about it, and I knew once he walked into the wedding pavilion, that was it. He just loved the the details, all the, the art, the the wood cutouts, and it's just beautiful. So that's that's how we picked it. So I, I actually let him do most of the planning.
0: Uh-huh. And then for the reception, the convention center, because it was so close by, or...?
1: It was close by and it had a patio because our, our wedding and reception was planned so the grandchildren would have fun. So everything we did, we made sure that the grandchildren were part of it and that they would enjoy wherever we picked. And we thought with having the patio attached to the Whitehall room that if they needed a space to just go out and run some energy off or
0: anything, it was there. Okay, that's a great idea, and it was nice that you took that into consideration. Well, the grandchildren are important to us, though. <laughs> so can you give me a timeline of how the day ran? My husband did not want any
1: pictures of himself getting ready, because it was just him and his son. So the it started with the portraits at the Grand Floridian Villas. He wouldn't spend the night with me, so me and everybody else spent the night at the Grand Floridian In the villas, we had a two-bedroom. It started, I I think, around 8 o'clock. And we had some portraits. Then we went over to the Grand Floridian. My husband was getting his portraits taken over there while I finished getting ready and was walking over. And then I had portraits done. Our ceremony started at 10. And then our reception started at, I believe, 11. 11 or 12, because we had a pre-reception too. And ended into at three, and then we had a fireworks party, a dessert party at Epcot that evening.
0: Oh, nice. So did you get people transportation to Epcot, or how did that work?
1: Well, no, because everybody was staying with us. We actually paid for our whole family to join us and our friends. So they all had passes, and some had brought their cars. So they either drove themselves to Epcot or they used the transportation.
0: Oh, nice. And where was your dessert party?
1: At Lockside at the UK.
0: Oh, that's a great spot. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me about whether you had a theme and how you incorporated it? I know you had a ton of characters, and I'm curious to hear how that came about. It sounds like probably part of the whole catering to the grandkids <laughs>
1: We really didn't have any theme. Our theme was, let's make sure our grandchildren have the time of their lives. So when we started planning, it wasn't the decorations. It wasn't floral. It was, how many characters can we get to come? How fun can we make our wedding cake look? And we had a morning reception because we felt that a breakfast reception was better for the kids because there was more foods that they would enjoy having. Good point. So we had the Mickey Waffles, and we had 10 characters, and we had the pre-reception with Darth and a few Stormtroopers. So everything was geared towards them.
0: Which characters did you choose, and how did you decide on them?
1: Of course, we had to have Mickey and Minnie. So then for Mickey and Minnie, we went with the Fab Five. So it was Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy, because we wanted them in couples, Uh, Goofy and Pluto, Chip and Dell. And then we ended up with Lilo and Stitch because we're combining families, and Ohana means family. Oh, that's a great idea.
0: But now Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers, were those booked through Disney, or did you go through the 501st Legion or whatever it's called?
1: We went through the 501st Legion, and we booked them with a donation. They asked who we wanted to send, and I said, well, we knew that the grandsons were big Star Wars fans. So we wanted at least to have Darth and and a stormtrooper. We didn't ask for much. We just wanted, you know, enough to entertain them. And as it got closer to the wedding, it started out that Darth and one stormtrooper were coming. And then we got another email that another stormtrooper was coming. And then the last email was, would we mind if we had a red stormtrooper too? (laughs) I was like, sure, the more the merrier.
0: (laughs) So they were there for the cocktail hour. And then did all the other characters come at once during the reception?
1: They were there for the cocktail hour. And then we had our first dance, introductions, first dance, and the buffet. And after the buffet, they came back in and had a dance party. Wow. And they stayed for, I would say, at least a half an hour, maybe an hour. And then we had the cake cutting, and Mickey and Minnie came in for the cake cutting, And then it seemed like about every 15 to 20 minutes, another set of two came in until we had all 10 of them together. And then we did a a huge group portrait out on the patio with everybody. And then Mickey and Minnie had to leave at that point. And they also did individual pictures with two at a time with us. So it's kind of nice the characters lined up to take pictures of us instead of us lining up to take pictures of them.
0: <laughs> I hope there's a photo of that. <laughs> was that staggering the characters? Was that your planner's idea? Or is that just the way they had to work it or
1: It was the planner's idea. We kind of left everything up to our planner who was Vita and you know, she just did a wonderful job.
0: That's great. So you had the uninvited guests and they went both to the reception and your dessert party?
1: The uninvited guests were only at the dessert party, and they came rolling in. We sent them photos and little blurbs about everybody before the event. So they kind of studied up on their roles, and they knew who they were talking about. So as people were arriving, they were saying little things to everybody. And you'd get these looks back like, how do they know me? And <laughs> Who are these people? And... So it, it took them a while to, to figure out that they were actually just characters playing, that they weren't some long-lost relatives we dug up in Florida.
0: <laughs> That's interesting. And now usually the dessert parties are pretty short, especially since about half of it is taken up with fireworks. Did you extend it so you had more time to really play around with the guests, or was just that amount of time perfect?
1: Yeah, it just it just started. They They rolled in at the very beginning of our dessert party. They actually walked in with our guests. Because we went in to see the layout of everything beforehand because we had had a somewhat Haunted Mansion theme and we had a Haunted Mansion cake there. So we were in there looking around and then they kind of rolled in with our guest and the one of them looked at us and said, Oh, we met little Zoe already and gave her a fruit noop
0: and a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
1: So it, it, was, it was kind of fun. It was, it was fun watching my parents chuckle at them and, you know, just laugh that because my parents are 80 and neither one of them enjoy Disney, but they, they, they both said that they had the time of their lives there.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. And now I have to ask you about that Haunted Mansion cake. Was that arranged to be made by the Grand Floridian and delivered or did Epcot make that for you?
1: I think the Beach Club Bakery made it. Oh, Interesting. No, the Boardwalk, the Boardwalk Bakery. Okay. I think it, they made it. And I had it on a design. We were there for my youngest daughter's 16th birthday, and I'd had a cake somewhat similar for her birthday. And I'd sent them pictures and asked them if they could do something similar for our our wedding.
0: That's great. And how did it turn out?
1: It was beautiful. It, it was. It was just... You know, people walked in and they had the little lights on it and it was glowing. And,
0: you know, it was like, wow, this is really cool. That's fantastic.
1: So it's just a little way to incorporate my favorite ride into the wedding.
0: (laughs) So it sounds like entertaining the kids with the characters was one of the most important aspects of your wedding. Were there any other places where you decided, you know, you were going to splurge versus places where you thought that's not important to me. I can save money or time there.
1: Well, we splurged on, I wanted the coach. So I got the, the Cinderella coach, and my husband wanted a classic Rolls. So those were the two splurges for, for us.
0: And how did you incorporate the two? Since usually people go together in one mode of transportation, how did you work that?
1: My husband did not want to see me before the wedding. So the Rolls picked him, his son, who was our best man, And my father up at Old Key West and transported him to the Grand Floridian and then from the Grand Floridian brought him over to the wedding pavilion. And then the coach picked me up at the Grand Floridian after I had my pictures taken, brought me to the pavilion, and then took us to the reception.
0: Got it. And
1: so we got a little bit of both in there. That's great. The things that we cut out was I I did our flowers for under $300. Wow. Because, you know, they weren't that important. We didn't think that the wedding pavilion needed any decorations, so there were two small floral arrangements there that were then transported over to our reception for on the tables. Our table flowers were just small. We didn't pick out any colored linens or anything. We thought the room was beautiful the way it was, that it didn't need anything. And then in the end, you know, nobody pays attention to the decorations or the flowers. They... They remember how much fun they had.
0: Definitely, yeah. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the day?
1: When the doors opened and I saw my husband smiling. <laughs> I'll remember that forever because I, the song I picked out for me to come down the aisle, even though we're huge country fans, was At Last by Etta James. So when that, that hit the, the music, I, says, I knew my husband was starting to tear up and the doors opened, and the the huge smile.
0: That's wonderful.
1: There were a few other moments. I mean, riding the coach was was fantastic, made you feel like a princess. (laughs) And my son was stationed in Afghanistan for a while, and his present to us was two of his combat medals, which he presented at our reception. Wow. And after the fact, seeing the video and just seeing the kids just kind of fall down the aisle because all of them were in the wedding. <laughs> just seeing them, you know, just put a smile on the face and, and watching the kids with the characters. It, it was just fantastic.
0: That's wonderful. Was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected?
1: I know my veil was crooked. I didn't see that until after the fact. And let's see, oh yeah, my granddaughter locked me out, of, out on the patio. With the grand <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, no. Yeah, she's 18 months old. And there's two patio doors, and it took four adults to figure out how to open up the other door to let me in because they couldn't figure out the one that she locked me in out. <laughs> when I slid across the seat of the rolls to have her pictures taken, the back of my bustle broke. <gasps> so Stephanie saved the day with a safety pin. And my go bag went to the Grand Floridian for the reception, while I went to the wedding pavilion, and I'd ask for my makeup. So we, we started like 10 minutes late because they sent the Rolls driver to get the bag.
0: Oh, interesting. So <laughs> nothing major. Yeah. No, if, if that's all that went wrong, it sounds like everything went right. <laughs> Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be?
1: I probably just like really focused on making sure everything was there and trying to get everybody there. I think it was more getting just to Disney because before the wedding, I booked everybody's rooms, their meals, their tickets, and the airline tickets. And we had 13 coming down on the flight with us, including my three granddaughters. Wow. So it, it was interesting just getting on the plane with three granddaughters, my parents with their scooters and, you know,
0: all these people. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a circus.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was really interesting. But, you know, other than that, I think everything went, went great that we just let our wedding planner do and she, she did a wonderful
0: job. That's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now?
1: Probably not. I probably would have stress less, and just realize that it's Disney. They're going to make it all wonderful no
0: matter what. Yeah, and that's great advice for anyone having a Disney event. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? Sit back, enjoy your day.
1: Take time to enjoy your day. I think it was nicer having the smaller wedding with our family because we could sit back and just watch them have fun. So there were times that we sat at our little sweetheart table and just sat and watched the grandchildren dance and playing with the characters and seeing my parents dancing with Lilo and Stitch. And, you know, it it was just fun being able to just sit back and watch, even with a dessert party, because we weren't going to have entertainment there. And we did have the uninvited guests there, too. And it was just fun having them to keep the conversation rolling because we had family members who now are brothers and sisters. So it gave them a chance to learn more about each other and have fun and just kept the party rolling all night.
0: That's great. Now, is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day?
1: I do have a Shutterfly account. And it's Ellen and John's Disney World wedding. All my pictures are public on Facebook for the wedding. So I have the the two accounts on there. And there is a live video on Facebook of the ceremony.
0: Well, Ellen, thank you so much for taking the time to share the story of your day. I think it's really instructive for anyone who's planning an event at Walt Disney World, especially if they have a lot of kids coming and they want to do something that's really going to make it a memorable event for their families. So I appreciate your taking the time.
1: Oh, thank you for asking me.
0: That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passportercom weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.